Welcome to the Iron Skies Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Massad. This podcast is dedicated to discussing topics in STEM, to give you exposure to different career paths, and also share life investing and life improving ideas for the young and upcoming generations. My goal is to provide you with free, valuable insight, knowledge, and wisdom from my personal life experiences, as well as the guest speakers on the show. I truly believe that our thoughts and habits shape our reality and that anyone has the capability to create the life that they want and desire. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, check us out on YouTube as well. Please share this podcast with whoever you think will benefit from and enjoy. And without further ado, let's get started. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Iron Skies podcast and channel. I'm your host, Tony Massad. In this week's episode, I want to talk about how I purchased my first home, just some things I wish I knew and some observations that I'd like to share with you, things I wish I could tell my younger self, but it's okay. Before we get into the video, uh, make sure you like, subscribe, click that bell notification if you're on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you uh, leave us a review and share this with whoever you think would benefit and enjoy. All right, so let's get started with the show. So, uh, just some things uh, how I purchased my first home. Basically, I looked at a variety of things. So, uh, lifestyle that I wanted, um, where is the location, um, you know, what is my budget for the place. Um, so, like, budget, you know, uh, how much are utilities going to be, you know, what's the down payment, uh, closing costs, repairs, maintenance, um, and all those things. So, the first thing I looked at was I'll talk on uh, lifestyle. So, what type of lifestyle I asked myself did I want to live, right? So for me, uh, I'm a pretty simple guy. Um, I don't care for a you know luxury la- lavish lifestyle. Um, I'm you know in my later twenties, um, and I'm still trying to build and grow. So I don't necessarily want to purchase a massive home with a huge price tag. That's going to basically um, force me to just have to you know, only worry about paying bills and, and that sort of thing, you know, a huge mortgage. I uh, didn't want that. Did wanted more disposable income to pour into other assets that would pay me back and ultimately attain financial freedom after that. Uh, for me, I'm pretty much happy with uh, just basically peace and quiet, um, some space. Uh, I wanted a, maybe like a private gated area in the back where I could grill or have a dog um, and not really worry. Um, just like a little private patio. I've always want. I, I love to grill. Um, I think it's fun. I love barbecue. Um, things I wanted. So I, I also I didn't want to spend a lot of time on maintenance. I don't want to cut grass. I didn't want to plow snow. Basically, worry about anything uh, exterior um, that I had to. So um, for me, I, I I like going to the gym. So a place that's going to be close to a gym. Um, and somewhere that I could get to quickly. So basically, um, you know, I purchased this place that I'm talking to you from now. It's a townhome. It's about 1,300 square feet, not including the basement. Um, so I have a pretty uh, good amount of abundant space, uh, three bedroom, one and a half bath. For me, I wanted um, at least one guest bathroom. Uh, I, I don't like sharing my personal bathroom with like, uh, you know, anyone who comes over. So I wanted my own uh, personal like private bathroom and then have like a guest bathroom as well. So um, just some things that I considered. Um, and I also, yeah, didn't want to like have to go and share community laundry. 
Um, so made sure to get a place and find a place that had like uh, my own laundry facility um, in the basement. So, uh, you know, find a, found a spot that fits my lifestyle and my needs. Uh, and then also location, right? I wanted a place that's uh, conveniently close to uh, my my corporate job, uh, a place that is convenient to accessible grocery stores. Um, if I need to go to the doctor, if I need to access a highway um, or get to the country out really quickly, I wanted to make sure I had a good location um, that I liked that wasn't too far into the city, but not too far away from it as well. So just some things that I considered, right? Location. Location is uh, very, very important. Uh, it was for me. And, uh, and also, uh, on to the next thing, right? Budget. Uh, budget um, is super important. Um, definitely uh, had to think a lot about that. So uh, I figured out, okay, what, you know, my car payment, car insurance, right? Gas maintenance. Basically, f- calculating, right? All of my current monthly expenses and then adding factoring those in because I'm because for me I'm like okay I'm still gonna have all of these expenses when I move into my house right but now on top of the house I'm gonna have the mortgage right the utilities um, repairs inside Um, just like a home comes with definitely I would say more expenses especially if you're a homeowner um, you definitely, you know, you have to kind of know how to f- fix more things yourself, especially on the interior. Um, that's how it is for me and then most other homeowners that I have met. So really important. Uh, so I, I believe I, so I got pre-approved for a home. I was pre-approved for, uh, the price of a home that was like just a massive mortgage. So I believe the mortgage I was pre-approved for was, somewhere in the ballpark of 50% of my monthly income. Um, Just the mortgage, right? Not including utilities, not including groceries, not including like house insurance, not including a lot of other things, right? Uh, The property taxes. So um, it was just like, for me, when I got pre-approved, I was kind of like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, I'm pre-approved for something that's way well beyond what um, I would want to spend on. So um, I went and got something that I was pre-approved. I got pre-approved, but um, I found a home like this this townhouse or, or condo. It's actually a townhouse, but uh, I got pre-approved, right? Um, and then I found a place that was vastly, vastly, vastly um, under that and within my budget, something that would allow me to have a, a very large margin of disposable income. A uh, reason being, I like uh, I like having a lot of disposable income. Um, just because from my experience, life is pretty much all uncertainty, um, right? So if an emergency happens, medical, or my car breaks down, or I have to dish out money for whatever it may be, just having that big cushion of disposable income gives me uh, a massive amount of peace of mind, right? So my mortgage uh, isn't killing me. I have a bunch of extra money left over to, um, you know, spend on assets or, you know, fix things or like not really stress out that, Hey, my mortgage is, you know, 50 to 60% of everything I make in a month. And that's where all my money goes. Um, I didn't want to do that. I didn't think that was very, uh, beneficial for myself. Not to say it won't be beneficial for anyone else, but I just didn't want to kind of 
financially uh, cripple or enslave myself, um, especially to the place that I you know live in. So that was really important, uh, right? And also something to keep in mind right now, realizing this, but like, right, when a person owns, when one owns a home, right? Okay, though you probably you know when one gets pre-approved, it's it's a pretty high amount, and and just keep in mind, right, that like it's gonna cost a lot more to maintain it, right? You have more bedrooms, you know, one has more bedrooms, for example, one has more, uh, you know, area, so it's gonna take more energy, you know, air conditioning to cool it down. It's gonna take more heat to heat the whole place up versus a place that's a little bit sm- that's much smaller. And and more kind of it'll be a bit more economical to right supply electricity, you know, heating and cooling HVAC, uh, you know, to that place. It's just less to worry about. Right. This is what I say. Right. If one wants to live large, it's going to cost large um, and you can you can argue that or whatever. But that's just the general trend. Right. Bigger house, bigger place. Uh, more snow to plow, more lawn to cut, more bathrooms to worry about, more rooms to worry about, more things to maintain, more lights, more everything. So generally costs more. Uh, and I will say um, I'm in my home. I only I live with uh, my wife and dog. I have no roommates. Um, luckily for a really small mortgage and very affordable, um, that's well beyond what I could afford. Uh, that's sorry. That's well less beyond what I can actually afford. So uh, me and my wife every night um, have peace of mind. Um, we don't worry about you know how we're gonna come up with money, um, and uh, we're pretty much just chilling. Um, and I really like that. Uh, I, I'd rather live in a smaller place and worry less than live in a larger place and worry more. Um, for me, my happiness and safety and peace and security was worth more than just kind of like you know having a massive home and um, the latest and greatest. I really don't care about. Um, you know, here in America, we have like keeping up with the Joneses and like, you know, that's great, but it's like, for me, I look at it and I'm like, Hmm, you know, keeping up with the Joneses seems like a formula for, you know, burning out and just constantly spending money, um, all the time. And not something I really, um, saw as like, you know, great, uh, or, or, you know, applicable to my life or something I want to do. So you know, not a fan of keeping up with the Joneses, but you may be a fan of it and that's okay. Everyone can design their lifestyle how they choose. Um, and just a couple things I want to mention, right? So like I have a gym membership, so that's another fixed expense. Uh, for example, like this podcast, right? This is a like it, it costs monthly to keep the podcast up, right? Oh, okay. Like, you know, for example, if you have like a net, if one has a Netflix membership, Right, I have a Spotify membership, so that's another fixed cost. So it's just like keep in mind, right? It's not just only the mortgage that you have to worry about; it's all the other expenses too, right? Okay, you want to go out to eat, um, uh, right? Uh, the electricity, the utilities, internet, uh, right? Phone, right? Having a having a phone plan. So there's just there's so many more expenses than just the mortgage itself. And in my opinion. Right for for anyone who is literally just starting out, just trying to build their life um, and get ahead, it it for me at least it helped enormously. Um, right, setting a budget, keeping track of every expense, where every penny goes in and out, 
um, and also keeping the living costs down as much as possible. Just kind of you know chopping down the live the fixed living expenses as much as possible. So right, the lowest possible mortgage to meet the best quality of life and the lifestyle for one. Um, right, utilities, internet, um, keeping all of those costs like very very low. Right, because ultimately when one does that, um, right. Earning, so, so spending far less than you earn um, can be really good because that will allow you to basically, that'll allow one to put money away into other assets, um, have more discretionary income to do whatever one wants to, um, right? And maybe someone on the outside will see somebody who, right, lives in a smaller house, um, drives used cars, where wears, you know, not flashy or expensive clothing, um, and, and, you know, doesn't eat out at lavish, expensive restaurants, but what people really don't see is right. The, the freedom, the safety, the security, like, you know, knowing that, Hey, if this person like got fired or quit their job, they'd probably be good for six months to a year. And for me, that's what I wanted. I didn't want to be, you know, someone who had so much on the outside to show and, and have all these, you know, material things. And material things for me, they don't really make me happy. They just buy me comfort and that's about it. But I'm, I won't get into the discussion of, you know, does money make you happy and whatever and buy happiness. That's not what this is about. Uh, but and so just a couple more things to to talk about. So I'll be pretty open. Uh, my my this townhouse was it was 140K. Um, so it was really um, well below what I was pre-approved for. Um, so I did 5% down. Um, I bought my home in, uh, November of 2020, uh, in the, uh, in like, I guess COVID time, uh, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah. So the down payment was about seven, seven grand, seven and a half grand, uh, plus the closing costs, uh, about maybe somewhere around you know three thousand or so or twenty nine, so altogether around ten around ten grand uh, to get the keys. Just to get the keys, it took me about three months to find it. One thing I will share: I wish I could tell my younger self this, but uh, you know, and actually I did this. But for anyone else who's looking for a home and kind of under thirty and you know trying to find a place or whatever, but. Uh, take your time looking, uh, you know, don't rush into anything, you know, the, the agent or whatever, he might be a little pushy and say, Hey, okay, you know, this is good. You know, the salesman, the sales lady or whoever the salesperson, uh, might be kind of pushy and create this, uh, I'll just say false sense of urgency or real sense of urgency or just urgency in general or whatever. Um, and try to get you to buy something quick. Uh, I would say uh, go on your own timeline. If you can take six months to a year to find a place or two years to find a place, uh, take as much time as you think you need. Uh, but, you know, uh, try to avoid that whole paralysis by analysis thing, right? Uh, just keep in mind, okay, you want to make a move, um, but, you know, you want to make a good move. Um, so that's just another thing. Look at several places. I believe me and my wife looked up. Uh, at about 50 to 60 places. And this current townhome was number 10, was the 10th place uh, that uh, I looked at that day, I remember. Um, also, one other thing too is uh, 
right? Calculate, you know, look at how much is your mortgage going to be versus how much down payment you put. For me, because I got the super low interest rate and the place really wasn't like, I didn't get a 250 300 $500,000, $1 million home. I got a place that was very reasonably priced. Um, I was looking at homes uh, uh, in like the, in I would say in the 60 to $100,000 range. And the amount of repairs that they needed was just like astronomical. And I was like, well, if I buy a place, I'll probably end up having to put maybe 20 or 30 or 40 grand into it. Plus all the headache that comes with figuring out, okay, what it needs, what it needs to do. And and all the repairs and stuff. So I, I didn't want to deal with that. Um, and uh, if you find, if you're the type of person who wants to buy a place and fix it up and, and whatever, and that's what you do, go for it. Um, this is what I did based on my situation, what I wanted for myself. So I went, I found a place a little bit higher, right? That needed less remodeling, less work. Um, and it, for me, it was a good decision. Um, and the house value, I believe, has already gone up. Uh, beyond like, uh, I would say 10%. I would probably say it's gone up maybe like 15 or 20% since I purchased it. I haven't checked in a while. Um, but with inflation and all these other things going on, uh, assets kind of, uh, physical assets usually rise in value. Um, anyway, but yeah, so it, it costed about 10 Gs. Yeah, to get the keys. Um, and also I, I, I did the down payment calcs if I had put 20% down versus 5% down, it didn't make a massive difference in the mortgage. So I'm like, well, I'll just keep the extra like thousands in my pocket um, and then have a little bit of a higher uh, mortgage payment, but have way more cash in my pocket. I went with that option. I really was fortunate to have a really good uh, uh, mortgage uh, mortgage loan officer who really, really was like was awesome it really gave me some valuable advice and input um, but he you know basically told me yeah you're you know if you put 20 percent down your mortgage payment is not going to be like that much less so you know keep the cash in your pocket keep for other things repairs really glad i did that because got into the place and it had an it had a lot of repairs to do um so things that I didn't find initially when I first saw the place that were kind of hidden behind all the furniture and the, the past people who lived here. But it took, I believe the whole looking process took about, um, I don't know, maybe four or five months. It took another two months till after I bought it to like move in. So closed on it. Um, the people who lived here before me uh, needed a month, right, to, to move out. Then after that, I spent about a month um, or maybe even more just just remodeling things, um, right? Replaced uh, replaced two toilets, uh, painted the whole place uh, top to bottom. Uh, it needed a fresh coat of paint and the colors were like, uh, it was like a peach color. Uh, this room was like blue. Uh, all the receptacles, light, <clears throat> light, light switches, uh, electrical plugs, <clears throat> Changed those to like modern updated ones. Uh, changed all the door handles, painted all the doors, changed all the cabinets, uh, changed all the lighting, completely changed all the lighting. The lighting that was in here before was like inefficient energy lighting. So put LEDs. Uh, there is not one non-LED light in this house. So uh, really energy efficient. Really was important for me to keep those electric uh, bills down, utilities down. Uh, so yeah, changed, made everything energy efficient. 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, one thing too, that I wish I had known, um, and I made this mistake and I'm going to share it with you, but uh, if, if you are going to inspect your house, definitely hire a house inspector and also, um, right. Uh, go with that person. I didn't go with my home inspector. Reason being was I was away traveling for work and I couldn't come. So it's, it, you know, the inspector was okay. I'm just going to say, uh, you know, he wasn't that great. Um, and I won't, I'm not going to, I never say any names on this channel, but the inspector was kind of incompetent in my opinion and didn't really, f uh, you, you know, go over things with a fine brush comb. So for example, um, a lot of the electrical plugs, um, didn't have good readings that three prong, uh, basically electrical check checker thing or whatever for the GFCI outlets, right? Uh, you'll plug that in and it'll show you three lights and basically what the three lights show will tell you like the health of that plug and found a couple of them that were really off. Um, and just, just really wrong. There was a cracked rafter in the basement. So a rafter is just that is one of those long pieces of structural wood, uh, that runs across and it basically holds the second floor up. So that was really important. One of those was cracked, completely missed that. Um, that was really, uh, critical cause that could basically, uh, like it was just cracked in half that could just basically like cause a, like a crash through the floor. There's no support there. Um, so luckily fixed that before anything happened. Uh, the laundry dryer was completely clogged. Uh, one, you could, you, I couldn't dry anything. It was completely clogged. Um, everything was like, there was a lot of like small things like that that were missed. Uh, the biggest thing that was missed was the crack in the bathtub. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, the whole tub needs needed to come out. Um, that's a very, very expensive repair. Uh, and I can't, I, my only bathroom, my only full bathroom, right? Uh, I wish I had two full bathrooms because of this, but right, I would remodel it. But um, I'm not an expert plumber. I'm not an expert tiler or any of that thing. And it would be a pretty big job to, for me at least, to, replace a tub and retile and redo all that stuff around there. So, um, labor is super expensive in America. Um, and it, it's very costly to have someone pretty much do anything at your house, uh, in this country. I mean, uh, it, that's typically how it is. It may be dirt cheap for you somewhere else in the U S but generally in America to have like, you know, skilled labor, um, it's, it is very costly right a couple other things i'll share right just getting the loan for the house um right i had to show two years of income um and then i also had to show uh, several bank statements uh pay stubs i had to show everything i had in my savings account as well um so I had to had to you know do a lot and show that i you know was able to afford this place and make the payments on time so the income history super important. Uh, and that's, uh, that's pretty much like, like everything. Um, one thing too is, uh, patience. Uh, you know, I was kind of like, you know, after I closed on the place and, you know, during remodeling it, I just kind of just like, you know, I was working full time, working overtime. And then immediately after work, drive to the town home, right. Spend six hours, you know, till, I don't know, maybe like, like 
10 or you know 11 at night and just work on this place and and then go home sleep for a few hours wake up go to work right after work come back here and work on the place so it was it was really exhausting um to to like to just you know remodel this place and work on it um you know i i i had a family friend uh thankfully um you know help and and work um on this place but it was an incredible um task right it was a lot of work uh, i didn't go to the gym um i didn't eat i didn't sleep i pretty much like uh i pretty much like lo- i lost a lot of weight um i was really like all my energy and focus and time was just going into work and then working on remodeling the house after and i will say it was brutal um it was hard definitely uh but i just the one thing that really kept me through it was was hey tony like in a year from now you're gonna thank yourself that you went through this grind that it was a monstrous pain but like at the end of the day like you're gonna have a place for yourself for you and your girl um and you want to get a dog and uh yeah it was just you know that's what just kept me going like hey it's gonna be worth it it's gonna be worth it right and uh you know, just grind it on it like crazy. I got, I got towards the end of the remodeling. I, I got like just, I just felt like I kind of wanted to like tear my hair out. Uh, I was just under a lot of stress and pressure, um, and just you know, lack of sleep, lack of food, hydration. I actually have a picture of of me and my dog, but I just like I was like my arms were much much. I'm not saying my arms are big, but my arms were way smaller um, than they are now, and I was just like like oh my god, like like I just totally kind of let myself go. My hair was long, um, just really really malnourished. It was brutal, um, and I won't lie, it was brutal. But you know, it was definitely definitely worth it. Uh, and this place too didn't need that much remodeling, um, and it was still an incredible amount of work, more than I had ever thought. Uh, right? You typically you'll get you might get the house, and there's probably going to be something you may want to change. Uh, the big thing for me was in this room. It was all carpet, all the whole upstairs. For me, I hate carpet. I think carpet is disgusting. And no human being on this planet will ever convince me to put carpeting in my home. I just refuse. I, I don't care. Yeah, the floor is ice in the winter. It's hard to walk on. But you know what? I really don't care because it cleans really nice. My dog has had several accidents already, and it's not even a sweat if something spills or something makes a mess or to walk with your shoes. It's hard floor. It's easy to clean. Carpet, I probably wouldn't walk on carpet with my shoes from the outside. Uh, I My dog would have probably already have trashed the carpet already um, and, you know, spill coffee. I'm a coffee drinker. I like liquids. I like to drink hot liquids and I'm always usually drinking something. Got my water bottle here. Take a quick sip. But yeah, and two, um, I'm Middle Eastern, if that wasn't too obvious. Uh, and typically in our in you know Middle Eastern homes, uh, it's usually like mostly hard, hard floor, uh, especially like back home in the Middle East. Typically everyone has like a stone floor. Um, and, uh, that's kind of what I wanted. Just easy, clean, easy, whatever. 
Yes, I wear flip-flops everywhere. It's freezing in the winter, but it cleans really nice. So I will never get carpet. Um, yeah, all three floors, not one, uh, not no carpeting. I will put like a carpet mat, like a runner, but like, you know, that's easy to pick up. This one I have behind me is, is for my dog. Um, she'll come in here and lay on it uh, just because the floor is kind of hard and uncomfortable for her. But, but yeah, that's really it. So the key takeaways from this podcast, and I do apologize if I went on a little bit of a rant, is right. So just keep in mind, right, lifestyle, uh, lifestyle um, that you want, right, what place will suit your lifestyle, um, your current needs and everything, uh, right, location, 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 okay, uh, budget, uh, what the budget is, what, what are the projected monthly uh, expenses, so mortgage, utilities, right water internet um like if you have a, a gym membership uh, or like you know music membership spotify right what's the what are the monthly fixed expenses going to be can you afford it um all those sorts of things all right uh, what's the down payment going to be how much down payment do you want to put uh the closing costs um estimated amount of repairs right having money set aside for that um, right. Uh, being able to show the income history, if you're going to get a loan, um, definitely you'll have to dish out probably the, your income history, right? Your bank statements, pay stubs, savings account statements, like pretty much everything. Uh, how much maintenance is it going to be and how much maintenance do you want to spend on it? Um, and also being uh, patient about the whole process. Typically buying a home, uh, is is typically not an overnight process. Um, it takes time to do the paperwork and and stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that need to get done. Um, but uh, but really that's it. And also too right like uh, for me I I I I don't recommend taking anyone's advice. Just you know it's it's really there's no wrong place wrong house to buy right? It's like, what do you want, right? Is it is it going to serve you well? Is it going to be helpful for you? Or is it going to break you financially and physically and everything and eat up all your time just to maintain it? Um, things like that, I think are really worth thinking about. Uh, but that's all I had. If you have any questions, feel free to email, uh, contact us at the at gmail.com. Link to everything is in the description. Uh, again, thank you so much for like listening to this, making it to the end. I really appreciate all the listeners on the show. Uh, if there's any topics you want to talk about, again, contact contact us. But yeah, you know, keep grinding, keep hustling. If you're out there and you're looking for a house, I guarantee there is always a good time to buy. A good deal is a good deal. And uh, yeah, everyone stay safe, happy, healthy, wise. Keep hustling and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the Iron Skies community. Stay tuned for more episodes to come every week. Please share this podcast with anyone you think that may enjoy and benefit from. If you'd like to support the show, there is a link tree down in the description. Keep hustling. Never stop believing in your dreams. Keep up the positive thought and momentum. You got this. And we'll see you next time.